All right, guys, my name is Dr. Shornell Wolverton Sihan. Welcome to my channel. So very, very excited about this topic today and this guest. I've known about this lady for about three, four years now. Leslie Davis actually gave me her book years ago. And you know, you know, Leslie? I love Leslie. Yeah. Oh, really? She's like one of my besties. I didn't know um, you guys were friends. So but nice. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, well, she's the one who connected me to you and she's so excited about today. Um, um, but yeah, uh, I have a couple of your books and um, just this topic is so intriguing to me um, about the sacred Christ oil. And so if you guys um, are new to the channel, uh, welcome. Definitely hit the subscribe, the like, all the things. Go to the newsletter. If you go to swiftfire.org, you get on the newsletter and find out about all the upcoming conferences we have. We have several teachings online. We have books, all kinds of great fun things there. Um, but yeah, without further ado, um, let's talk about kundalini, sacred oil, how that fits with scripture and or does it, um, and a little bit about your background, like how you even got to this place where you're at. Um, I can tell you my wake up to this entire science, science of this, because I'm a geek, I'm, I'm a naturopath, I love science, I love neuroscience, I love the anatomy, the physiology, like all of that. And what happened is I kept getting like a couple dreams um, to go to this yoga place. And I had never done yoga. I was told like yoga's bad. It's the devil. I had even like posted, um, this is four years back, I think, um, something like, hey, what are your thoughts on yoga? And I mean, it was like, oh my God, there was so much people were just so judgmental and negative and this is so terrible. Anyway, I felt like in my spirit to go. So I actually went, I was there a few minutes and all of a sudden I am uncontrollably crying. I'm having this like emotional release and I saw you like take a breath. <laughs> I had to excuse myself because I was so embarrassed. Like I could not stop crying. And so I go to the bathroom, I'm like hiding out, I wait until it's like whatever. And since I really didn't get to do the whole thing, I came back the next day, the same thing happened. I just like, I started the stretching and doing the things. And then like, all of a sudden I'm having like little flashbacks of something with my grandmother or whatever. And then like tears just coming out. So this happens three days in a row, Kelly. And I was like, okay, what is the science? What is, there's gotta be a chemical, there's something. This isn't like, I'm like, it can't just be this place or these people. There was different people is different, you know? So I started looking into the science of how trauma can be stored in your muscles and your organs. And I had already been teaching about that, but what I didn't get is that when you start stretching or when there is that alignment that it can, it'll trip the electronic cycle of your synergy in your back messes with not messes with it activates something in the brain and then you not only get more brain activity um but you really you can release things that have been trapped and um so it just sent me on this like research of like finding people like you and others who have already discovered all of this and been talking about it. And so um, I just wanted to give you a little 
background about um, kind of where I'm coming from, but you have beautiful books that talk about this. And, and these are just two of them, but you have several. Um, so, um, but tell me about you, like, let us all know. I, I want my people to know everything. Tell us all. I'm so um, touched to hear your story because it just resonated with me really deeply. I could just had like goosebumps all over uh, when you were talking about the visceral uh, experience you had, like walking into um, a yoga situation. Um, for me, it's very parallel to your own um, path, actually. Um, I grew up in a Christian family and um, my parents were very big on the um, us being in church, my siblings and I uh, being in the church every Sunday and going to Sunday school and learning our scriptures and, you know, going to all the social meetings and everything. It was just always, you know, part of our life growing up. And um, because I was into um, the dramatic arts, so dancing and drama, um, and dance was really the discipline that I was most involved with for a long time. Uh, we used a lot of Kundalini, um, Alexander technique, breath work to uh, warm up the body. Um, and we used a lot of the physical asanas for stretching the body, toning the body um, in a dance way. And when I talked to my church friends who were some of my, you know, my best closest friends in my life um, about yoga, it was always, um, the response was always like, oh, be careful, you know, that's a gateway to the dark side, as it were. You don't want to be inviting in, uh, you know, Satan or the devil. And I was like, whoa, that's not my experience of yoga at all. And um, I carried on with yoga because I just absolutely loved every part of it, the way that it made me feel really clear minded, the way that it made my body feel really flexible and the way that when I, I knew that when I had been doing my practice, I would feel very light and carefree and positive. And when I had moments where I was drawn away from that because of, you know, just life happening or having to do other things, then I would start to feel a bit more sluggish and not quite so bouncy about things. And I also had a, a similar experience in my church life. I felt like when I was very connected and I was praying and talking to God and, you know, reading my Bible and connecting in that way, I felt great about things. But maybe when I had periods where I wasn't so um you know seeking I call it when I wasn't in that in that dialogue with what I saw as a very external thing at the time um you know I felt I felt the disconnect um and it was really because of the pushback by my church friends that I went more into kind of wanting to know like okay is there something that I should be wary of 
in the background, the origins of yoga. So I just went hard study-wise into um, looking into the roots of yoga and the different um, Bible texts and where, you know, the Bible could support yoga practices. And I was having, I've always had clear dreams and visions all my life, but I haven't really known what they meant or where they apply to my life um but i just went through a real period of having lots of downloads about the churches in the book of revelation and the chakra points and there was one specific scripture revelation 11 11 of course because that's a big number um about how after three days this anointing happens and I was thinking mm, I wonder what the what that three days really means you know and so that was kind of a seed that was planted at the time and also Matthew six thirty three, seek ye first and all else shall be added unto you I was like come on I'm seeking I am seeking all I'm doing is seeking you God like I don't want anything to do with anything else I just want love like like what else is, you know, is there for me to be added? I don't understand what this means. Um, and so everything that I was doing from, you know, just praise and worship, which I think, to be honest, just puts you in a very good vibration of gratitude and bliss yes. when you're worshipping God. Um, or, you know, when you're having that euphoric feeling of gratitude for anything it puts you in receiver mode you know you become a magnet like nothing else you're just in pure bliss or eden consciousness and for me when you step into or you know naturally align into eden consciousness you everything grows in eden it's the perfect bliss place so of course you just begin to attract all the wisdom that you're looking for all the teachers that you're looking for all of the answers that you're looking for all of you know everything just becomes suddenly available and I was just receiving information like there was no tomorrow um and at one point I had gone to bed and well, I, I had a shower and I was getting ready for bed and it was just a pretty like mundane situation. I sat down on the corner of my bed and I just suddenly felt like waves going up my spine. And I just had all of these images just flicking like wildfire through my brain of this black and white YouTube video and these books and all these different things and I was just like what is all of this what is happening and I saw this blue oil like floating upwards on the walls and the feeling of of light of heat just shining up my body was like nothing else I've ever experienced I've had other moments of kundalini rising since then but that first for me that moment was the catalyst of just everything kind of moving into a much um clearer space where I was like 
all I wanted to know from that point was what just happened. Um, so again, I was just doing lots and lots of research, looking in different places like blue oil, what's this, what's that, what is this sensation I've had up my spine. I didn't really have anyone to talk to at the time because my kind of like work friends in the like dance and acting world weren't particularly spiritual and my church friends were pretty much had shooed me out the door by this point um and yeah so i kept a lot of it to myself for the time being because i just really wanted to kind of marinate in it and get it all really clear and like kind of wait for the dust to settle so i knew i knew it was amazing i knew it was good like i knew it had changed my ability to retain information, um, to focus in on my reading more. It just kind of, it was almost like a, a cleansing that was just very um, powerful in terms of like sharpening my cognitive abilities, if you like, but also made, um, me feel like a lot of old trauma and hurt had also been finally like released, um, which was incredible. So um, the next thing that was really significant for me was seeing um, a video that John St. Julian shared um, where he'd taken a clip of Jim Carrey talking about the Kundalini on the Norm Macdonald show. And he was like, oh, 33 years of Christ, 33 um, vertebrae, uh, the spine, this, that, and the other. And I suddenly, it was like the final puzzle piece for me because I could see all these parallels and I could see everything lining up, but I still wasn't quite sure what that last connection was and when I heard that it was like of course oh my gosh of course this is the anointing this is what happened this is like the inner baptism that the bible is speaking of all the way through um and at that point I just felt like I needed to to share what had happened and that that's why in a way it had happened so that I could share it because I feel like um you know I don't want to diss Christianity because I I really believe that different people have different paths and that's right for them but um for me I felt like quite uh suffocated in that environment and that I wasn't really being like kind of brought along in the way that I would have liked to have been and I felt like there was a lot of people around me who were asking outwardly for something and expecting something to come but without really um, knowing what the steps were or taking the action to help things along and it just felt like okay so if we have this inner 
power, you know, Luke 17, 21, don't look here, don't look there. The kingdom of God is within you. That became abundantly clear to me that that is the truth and that is what sets you free because, you know, again, scripture says, set free indeed which to me is in the deeds that you do so we're set free in everything that we're doing in the path that we're walking the life that we're living um so wow set free indeed i like it that's awesome okay keep yeah. going that, i mean um, you yeah i know you talk about like santa claus the milk and honey some of the talk about some of the symbolism besides the 33 vertebrae like i think people would be really just blown away when they start to really see yeah so with santa i mean santa is a spanish word for spirit um so and the claustrum refers to a cloister or a hidden space that's where we get claws from santa claus so it's the spirit um claustrum which is the point where we make our connection to consciousness so there's a space like just in our in actually in babies and infants it's you know you can see the actual space in their skull and it begins to close as their bones harden and strengthen um, but that small space will remain, always remains, um, even as we're, we grow into adults. And it's called the fontanelle in anatomy. Um, but in kundalini, hidden kundalini, not the kind of exoteric stuff that we hear about more often, they used to refer to it as the door of Brahma or the small fountain. And in hidden Christian text, it's referred to as Thura Aesis, which means the door of Jesus. So we have this fountain point where the spirit is coming into our bodies, which is described as the silver cord in some other texts. And it goes through the claustrum, so the Santa clause, and it's differentiated into the pineal and the pituitary gland, which we can refer to as Sarah and Abraham or Mary and Joseph. You know, there's all these like power couples in the Bible and in other texts. Um, but interestingly, when you go to the Santa story, you know, they say that if you're naughty, you'll get coal. Well, coal is carbon, which is 666. Wow. Carbon 12 has six electrons, six neutrons, six protons. So it makes the number of the beast or the number of man. But when we transmute that coal, so when we raise our vibration and become good children are we going on the naughty list or the nice list we actually refine that coal into a lighter substance into the gold of alchemy and even the song you know he sees you while you're sleeping he knows when you're awake he knows if you've been bad or good so we good for goodness sake it's like well of course he sees you while you're sleeping because even when you're asleep 
your brain, all of your neural pathways, they don't stop supporting your life. They don't stop keeping you alive just because you know, your consciousness is in a different place while you're asleep doesn't mean that God, if you like, has stopped watching over you. And of course, he knows if you've been naughty or nice, because again, we know the spirit in us and through us knows what we're doing. We're aware of everything that we're up to, good choices, bad choices, you know, whatever. It's all part and parcel of the choices that we make. So this perpetual cycle is always happening at every moment in our lives. We're either raising or lowering this essence within us based on our vibration and our choices. Um, so symbol-wise, um, the Christ oil is the CSF of the spine. Christ oil is referred to as the holy anointing oil um, in the Bible. We know that Christ, uh, that cerebrospinal fluid, CSF, is the conveyor of light energy into the body. So it's actually manifesting the rest of the layers of our body. All of our stem cells are born in CSF because it's kind of a common mistake or not even a mistake, but it's just an assumption, I guess, that because it's called cerebrospinal fluid that it's only in the spine. But actually our lymphatic, the CSF is part of our lymphatic system. Our lymphatic system is throughout our whole body. You know, we're over 70% water and that includes our bone marrow. And in masonry, they talk about the bone marrow all the time. Even their secret handshake has to do with the word marrow bone and how important marrow is. So you've got the oil is inside the bone marrow. It's, you know, throughout the body. And that's where all of our cells are born. So obviously we're being regenerated continuously from the inside out. And our thoughts and our emotions conveyed into that water are what is changing us as we go through life because it re like when when you build a new neural pathway and it really becomes ingrained you actually override the dna that you're born with and begin to make new programs for yourself wow um i don't know if i've gone majorly off topic or if i'm still kind of in there somewhere. no that's it's fascinating i love all the science i love I, I just love it um so when we get into alignment with our spine you know we have that lymphatic pump at the bottom and that's why it's so important for like chakras and whatever i mean energy centers in our body which you know that seems to be even saying the word chakra has i've had some pushback and i think it's kind of funny too that you brought up that the pushback that you got is what made you go further and maybe that, that's true for myself too i with not thinking about it until you said it but yeah it's pretty much like 
if someone says don't do that, I'm going to do it 29 times before Sunday, but yeah. not necessarily good. But it did cause me to like go, well, why are you telling me no? Do you even know? And then if they wouldn't know. I'd be like, well, I'll find out. And, but yeah, the, the pump at the bottom, if, if we have that alignment, that's, that's what allows the fluid to actually go up the spine all the way to the brain and then all the way up, which not mm -hmm. only will activate old brain cells that aren't really working and and then creates even more mm -hmm. cells um and brain cells um for like you said cognitive purposes and or just creation like to to be able to come up with ideas or just you know just that feeling it, it, it's hard to describe the feeling when it happens it's just like like you mentioned like feels like a cleanse or a clearing of some kind um but isn't it interesting how like god gave us this whole thing in our body and it is so like scary in the church mm -hmm. for whatever reason um and it's just science it's literally just science yeah. Um, so how did tell tell us more about this whole process or any kind of correlation? Yes, you made the um the cross sign with your fingers. It made me think of the cross. So we have the cross of crucifixion inside the medulla oblongata. So when our vibration really gets into that space of bliss and gratitude and love and you know forgiveness, all those kind of like really compassionate if you like um emotions it actually causes the heart to have expansions and that's caused by two things one is nitric oxide begins to actually build in the body and we know you know mostly it's quite common to be taught that nitric oxide is a molecule of health um, so when more nitric oxide is available in the heart, the heart actually signals the brain to secrete more oxytocin, which is the hormone of love. So when oxytocin begins to flow, literally the secretion, the, the, the chemical of love begins to flow down into our endocrine glands, the heart actually expands bands and that's why sometimes people who are very practically into their spiritual practices whether it's something eastern like yoga or even the tibetan rites or whether it is something more western like you know christian practices either way like people talk about like oh my heart just feels on fire i feel so full of love and that's what's happening on a chemical level as you're being flooded with oxytocin and vasopressin is the other one that is always secreted with oxytocin and that has to do again with the lymphatic uh, system and a big clearing happening so if you're thinking about like these two incredible hormones that are just going to work on us they're kind of the byproduct of the place that we've come to so it's all you know happening as a consequence of 
our our practice or our our vibration of where we've come to and then those two so oxytocin and vasopressin are the main catalysts for pineal metabolism and I mean we know that lots of people talk about the importance of the pineal and how it's the spiritual gland and again that is in the bible for anyone who fears these things you know it says quite clearly that Jacob met God at the place called pineal and if thine eye be single then thy whole body shall be full of light and our single eye you know it really is that pineal gland so once oxytocin and vasopressin secretions build the pineal is invigorated to upgrade melatonin and when melatonin upgrades happen melatonin upgrades into not only dmt which is the more commonly known um spiritual molecule if you like which has profound effects on our vision um, and our memory so we can see way back some people see you know back into past lives some people can see to into the future for you know can make prophecies for tens of years to come and for me it was more of like an expansion of vision um and I think this is why, in a way, the Kundalini does come with a warning is because it makes you more perceptive of people around you yeah. and reading certain reactions and, you know, little nuances and things. And it might be things that you're not used to picking up before. So it can make you feel maybe a little exposed. Um but yeah, so one of the melatonin upgrades is is DMT, which makes your just your vision and your memory of dreams even just really on point. Um, the other thing, is, one of the others is mexamine, which is really powerful um, antibiotic antioxidant. So again, that that clearance, and um, then we have. Uh, anandamine which um, in Sanskrit ananda means bliss so that is the bliss molecule um, so you know by in a really simplified way it's so true that compassion and love conquer all because once we get into that space um, where the brain and the heart are really just in sync. What we think is in line with what we feel and we're acting out of that true space within us. Um, you know, then these pineal upgrades happen. So then the body is cleansed, the mind is cleared, brain cells are you know reawakened and we just feel like everything's brighter and wider and literally our consciousness is expanded there's no it's not a woo-woo thing it's so literal and scientifically backed that you know I'm hoping that more and more people will become aware of their own innate abilities to 
feel this kind of like connection to everything and everyone so you know we continue to transpire into a much more place connected place yeah well oxytocin um you know you mentioned um is the love hormone it's also um gives us the ability to have empathy and feel connected to other people um, it's what happens, as you know, I mean, just telling for other people too. Um, it's not only what you feel when you're in love, but it's also when you're nursing uh, or when you have a baby, it can happen when you're even with your pets, you can eye contact um, with your pets or a person can release oxytocin too. But when the pituitary or the pineal, when it's calcified and you're not able to really use that source or that tool, um, those kind of people uh, usually end up not being able to have empathy for other people, not feeling connected. Um, you know, those can be the people who end up being like murderers or, you know, psychopaths because they're just not able to put themselves in your shoes. They don't feel pain or any emotions of other people, they don't feel that connection. So oxytocin mm -hmm. is huge, not just for love, but yeah, like you said, just being able to feel like you belong or that you are a part of the earth because we are all, there is no division, there's no competition, we're all just here. But I also wanna add melatonin is not only really good for all, you know, just the great things, sleeping and, you know, helping us balance in our life, but it's a major, antioxidant so um kills free radicals and you know to have more melatonin i mean I, we could do a whole series on melatonin there's people are using it for a lot of different things and so uh, and then you mentioned the dmt um you know all of those things whether it's melatonin dmt oxytocin there are synthetic versions of that and we're not talking about that we're talking about the god-given us created our body manufactured that kind, you know, that those things are just how precious that God made us to create that mm. within us to have that connection, to have that love, to be able to kill off free radicals, to be able to sleep deep and to have visions and dreams and, you know, dream recall and to you know, see the future and clear the past. And, you know, all of this is available to us. And um, the, the fact that, you know, people could be afraid or it could be like shunned um, is really keeping a huge tool away from the average person to mm -hmm. get some resolve in your life personally, and which would affect the collective. Mm -hmm. So, um, so how often do you practice any of this or what, what do you say to the person who's just brand new and you're like, okay, let's, let's do this. What do we do? Well, the optimum time. Um, so there's a few experts that I've found through the research for my books who speak on different timings of things. Um, and when I, actually looked at the calendar for when I had that first kind of big experience if you like funnily enough it was the timings were correct to what these people say really? so 
They say that when the moon is in your sun sign is yeah. the specific time to do your practice. For really? me personally, I practice all the time because it's just part of my habit of life. I get up, I say a prayer, do a meditation, do a bit of yoga. That's just kind of how I start my day. Um, I do do a bit more than that at specific times of the month. I make sure that I'm 100% um, doing the Daniel fast, as it's called biblically, but I guess you could call that, you know, a raw plant diet, not loads of like overproduced kind of supermarket plant foods like, you know, vegan chocolate bars or that kind of rubbish that's full of synthetic nonsense but I'm talking about you know like fruit veg from good sources lots of clean high quality water and I just posted a video a couple of days ago about how you can alkalize water really cheaply and really easily by just you know adding amniotic fruits like lemons and that sort of thing um so yeah when the moon is in your sun sign um so you use the tropical uh zodiac system mm -hmm. and find what your tropical zodiac is so for me i'm a taurus i'm the end of april um and then you look at a calendar i've got a book called the regeneration calendar that maps all of this out for people because people kept asking me what is the specific time and how do i find it and it's not you can do it but it takes a bit of time every month to figure it out so i just wanted to make it easy for people um you find out when the moon is going to be in that sign for the tropical and sidereal overlap and George Carey um, explains very in a lot of detail why it's important to observe both the tropical and sidereal systems for those of you who know something about history you'll be aware that the calendars and the way of reading the stars were changed from Vedic sidereal system to you know, a more Western tropical system. And it's not that either of them are right or wrong per se, but one, the, the Vedic method is um, how they read where the sun is in position to the stars and the tropical system reads where the sun is in relation to the horizon. So somewhere between those two systems, you get, when you follow the duration of both systems you end up with about four days so we were told that you know christ rose on the three after three and a half days so somewhere during that space is your moment of resurrection it's the sweet spot when the moon acting as a satellite for the sun is collecting all of your exact stellar planetary influxes that you know made your being of who you are right now in this life and as it traverses through that you receive that influx into your body so if your vessel is clear 
and you're holding on to all of your vital essences and by that you know I mean semen retention or I think they call it no fap on TikTok um so you have to retain your sexual essences for the duration of that time and um keep all of your channels clear so Daniel fast or you know clean plant-based diet um that's when you know you should make sure to be to be meditating setting your intentions um for different things that you're looking for answers for um yeah yoga kundalini it doesn't really matter like my yoga practice started with a very uh commercial kind of version of kundalini and hatha yoga um it was only when my studies and research had started developing that my yoga became kind of more advanced in terms of bringing in other elements of like a scene traditions and things like that but um just being clean body mind soul and spirit is really all you need to to worry about and and in that being clean it is clean thoughts and clean emotions as well and by clean I just mean you know things that make you feel good like anger and rage are toxic they don't make you feel good you, you cry afterwards you feel pent up nobody really benefits from it so and, and you know you I'm sure you're well aware that acidosis is you know a, a killer it, on a spectrum of like you know becoming slightly acidic to becoming massively acidic you can you know all kinds of disease and fatal illnesses are caused by acidosis so by purifying everything and becoming alkaline we actually open our our doorway if you like open ourselves up to just be healed along all lines i know that is what happened for me and that has been the fuel in my belly to keep talking about it keep sharing it keep putting books out that's interesting. that's cool about the calendar i didn't know about the moon and all that like specific times and that you made something for you know a tool for people to find it really quickly is that's so beautiful for you to create that for us um I love it. And, and that's just more, um, I'm, I'm always learning from you, but, uh, cleaning supplies is another thing. Um, using plastics, you know, the cleaning supplies not only shift your hormones, but they're cell disruptors, so your actual cells. So going back to what you were saying about, you know, being very clean, um, I find there can be major hormone issues, um, really high estrogen, actually, when people use plastics or drink out of like plastic water bottles or, um, you know, use microwaves, which is against the law in most countries, but um, to use plastic and put it in a microwave and then 
drink that or the water bottles have been sitting in trucks going across the United States and then they sit in your car and you drink, you know, drinking all this plastics and what have you will really give you a, a, a less opportunity for the kind of things that we're talking about as far as intuition and alignment and just being clear and, um, and having that Kundalini experience. So, but yeah, I love that you um, talk about like alkaline and, you know, lemon and uh, I juice, I'm a big juicer. And uh, actually I was supposed to get juice today. My lady who owns the juice place, she's supposed to be on the show Thursday as she just had a baby this morning early. Oh. So I don't have my juice today, but uh, anyway, <laughs> but, so yeah, there's all kinds of, um, different ways that, that we can, um, add some things. And that's, that's not just like being healthy. That's just being alive. Like this is just normal basics that used to be like normal back in the thirties, forties, before pharmaceuticals, before any kind of chemical cleaning supplies. Um, you know, people stay in their house a lot more right now instead of being outside in nature, you know, there's nature's grounding and all those things can be really helpful too. But what can you think of that could add um, opportunity for us to increase our frequency and to tap into that intuition? Um, for me, one of the practices that I always is kind of my go-to um, is how going into a memory that I know made me feel really happy and really thankful and I mean I have like you know a few kind of like staple ones that usually I build on in my mind but um, I find that is a really powerful way to kind of get into Eden or bliss consciousness really easily so if you just you know close your eyes and begin to build that scene of what was happening in that moment when you received that news or when you met that new person or I don't know for me you know one of the ones was I was having my my son um and and everything you know that you feel in as much detail as you can and really let that gratitude and that love just build and build and build inside you. Um, and then you can, you can kind of give thanks for that situation and welcome, you know, more of that in and, and tell the universe that you're open to experiencing more of that. And, then you can have almost like um, a blank canvas. Once you're in that state, imagine a blank canvas in front of you um, and start to, you know, see the people that you love maybe um, becoming brighter, becoming more open, becoming more receptive to you, if you like, or maybe someone who's ill, see them walking across that canvas or skipping across that canvas. Um, because for me, you know, manifestation and, and healing um, really comes from a place of faith in terms of being able to see it done, you know, and 
when you're thinking about the heart and brain resonance that um i don't know if you're aware or uh, if you know god what's his name uh joe dispenser's work yep. mm -hmm. he i love him like he talks so much about heart brain coherence and you know that is a big part of the kundalini or the sacred secretion and so these kind of meditations that we do where we go into bliss and gratitude, um, I think I may have said it before, but it's, you know, it just really begins to magnetize so much towards you. Um, and actually it's funny because I think a lot of people think they want a lot of things, but the truth is once you kind of really actually recognize that you, you could pretty much like conjure up anything you wanted if you really visualized it hard enough, you actually, I don't know if you really want to anymore. I mean, maybe some people do, but for me, it's different. I don't know. Um, so yeah, visualizations, meditations, anything that takes you into to that real inner place of gratitude, bliss. Um, it's powerful stuff, really, really powerful, transformational stuff. I had yeah. an amazing journey with my mom just before she passed, um, where I was praying over her or, you know, meditating or sending healing, however, people like to call the same thing by different terms, don't they? And I saw all of this, it was like Play-Doh coming off of her. And afterwards, she sat up for the first time in years. She had no strength in her back whatsoever. So I haven't shared this before. Um, she sat up with her own strength and she looked at me and she said, oh, Kelly. She said, Kelly, is that you? And I was like, yeah, mum, I was here before. She was like, yeah, but I see you now. And she gave me the biggest hug. Like, she just squeezed me so hard. Like, I hadn't felt a hug like that from her since I was probably, like, six years old. Wow. And... Um, she told me later that day that she was ready to go if it was okay with me. And um, obviously I gave her my blessing. Oh my God. And um, a few days later, that was it. But um, wow. it was just incredible. Like the things that shift and, and change in the world around us. She'd just been so blinkered and shrouded in fear and pain and weakness for you know just pure defeatedness for so so many years I hadn't seen her you know I'd seen her but I hadn't seen who I knew she was before that took hold of her Mm -hmm. and it's funny because you know at the beginning I feel like you talked about how you know people who um are holding on to things um they can't 
with experience that same like degree of of love and things um and it's because i believe of you know the adverse secretion so if you've got oxytocin and melatonin and dmt and vasopressin on the one hand then and you know then you've got um cortisol and epinephrine on the other hand and when we're continually in sympathetic mode so we're continually in survival flight or fight like oh desperation how do i do this how do i do this oh i've got to go and do that oh my god what am i going to do now oh my uh, someone said this oh, i can't believe that like you know you wake up in sympathetic mode you go through your day in sympathetic mode you go to sleep in sympathetic mode you can't sleep because you're in that desperation mode like you are in a cloak you're you're shrouded in this kind of hideous secretions of fear and loathing that won't actually give you a portal to realize that there's so much more to tap into so just even if you're in the most desperate position where you feel like you're clawing and fighting for everything right now i like all i would recommend is to give yourself the time that you deserve and the love that you deserve to go within to spend five minutes a day and just breathe and go within and tell yourself that everything is going to be okay and begin to think of the things that you're grateful for and use that as a seed and and grow that that is what it's all about for me absolutely well image I love imagination and I talk, I have a book called the science of miracles and I've worked a lot with Joe by the way. And, um, you know, in the book, I talk about imagination quite often because your limbic system can't tell the difference between what's a mat, what's fake or real. And it also can't tell the difference between you and me or any kind of time. So like if I judge you, basically my brain takes it as I'm judging myself and it releases the chemicals of judgment um, or not a judgment chemical, but the, the bad ones that you were talking about, the cortisols and what have you, that, that we then marinate in that, cancel clear. And on a, on a conscious level with the biofield, when you're in the cortisol and all the, the bad chemicals, it actually changes the field to, instead of going out, it inverts. And so you rely on other people's energy to survive um and it's a take it's a suck it's a and you can see this on film um you can see it with plants that do it to plants and animals that do it to uh, each other or people um but or people do it to animals actually but i don't know about animals doing it to animals but uh but yeah you can actually see this how it's um it's like borrowed or stolen to to survive and when i do my my soul audits i do i can test how big your field is and the more that you are working on yourself and having gratitude and using imagination as a tool um, to see it done then that what is what actually increases the frequency but also expands your field and like Mm -hmm. some people that i've tested they can test maybe an inch or two in their field some people are like four feet some people are five feet 
but I have tested some people who have a 20 foot radius of like wherever they go, they're literally activating Christ and, and light wherever they walk within 20 feet in their radius. Um, wow. Like El- yeah, yeah. Elkhart Tolley is, she, he has like a 21 foot radius. He is, he's just, and his map, he, on the map of consciousness, he's 500, which is love. And very few people so far that I've tested have um, anything even close to that. Um, Jesus scored a thousand and I'm sure his field is really, really big, but like dolphins are un, un um, measurable. Horses usually mm-hmm. have like a 350 foot um, biofield or aura or, or whatever electronic belt, however you want to call it. But what you're thinking about really does matter. Like you say, like literally physically matters. And so taking that five minutes or 10 minutes or even a minute to just go within, like you said, and use that imagination tool um, to see what you do choose to, to only voice your choice and to imagine, to image a nation or imagination, to image your nation, to image your world, to image your personal experience. That is how we create. And um, Job in the Bible went through all of the stuff and, you know, different things happened, but it's interesting. The scriptures say that his integrity was his protection. And when you do the right thing, um, when you seek ye first the kingdom and you follow through with those little breadcrumbs that you get, like, hey, you should go call that person, or hey, can you bring lunch to that lady, or hey, can you go help them on, get on the bus, or give your seat up, or make that call, or whatever it is that you seek ye first, the kingdom. And here, as you follow those little nudges to go do things, um, there is there are chemicals that are released that cause us to be strong and to get more revelation and more understanding and to sleep better and to have a a kick in our step. And, but then there's also like the cortisols. And when you're, when you lie, um, whether it's living a lie or telling a lie, either way, lying will produce um, major chemicals that actually cause us to get gray hair, wrinkle our skin, slow down our metabolism, slow down our immunity, cause us to gain weight, you know, um, so living a lie, whether, you know, being with the wrong person, working at the wrong job, you know, partnering up, you know, even just daily things of everything you're supposed to do in a day. If you're living, if you're not living true, then you're going to have the chemical consequence, which changes your field, which is going to change your situations with people versus Mm -hmm. what you're saying is get into praise and worship change that change your mindset change your inner and then your field changes which attracts different people in different situations and different opportunities that are on a more positive than and more negative so um yeah everything that you said is amazing and i love that word integrity because it means to be integrated mind body spirit Mm -hmm. to really really be connected to god and hear um, not out there like you talked about, but God in here. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, everything that you, I'm going to have to have you back. Um, <laughs> I, I think we should have you and Leslie and we can have like uh, the three of us together and really, really. Yeah. Talk about 
Let's do that. I'm so sorry I was late. I had no idea that the American clock changed before hours. I always know in my head what the time difference is. It's different places. It's perfect time. I'm so sorry. It's all good. Yes, yes. So tap before we get you back though, let's tell people where they can find you. I'm gonna have all the links and everything's gonna be super easy, clickable for all you guys watching. You're gonna see this underneath. You'll be able to find her, find her books, get all of her calendar, everything. I'm I'm gonna get this calendar by the way, but I'm so excited about that. Um, but where can people find you verbally? Like tell everyone. I know you're on social media, but if you're not under your name in social media, it's actually Seek Vision, right? Yeah. So, so my YouTube channel is my name. So Kelly hyphen Marika. Um, but my Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook, those other social media platforms are all under Seek Vision, just those two words together. Um and my website is seekvision.co.uk. The calendar is called the Regeneration Calendar with the Ooh. highlight on the gene. Because Ooh, I love it. Like the re-DNA calendar. Nice. Um, so it just yeah shows you when those um, little windows are for the lunar Excellent. renewal that's happening monthly. Um, elevation is a breakdown of the alchemy within the book of revelation the god design is a breakdown of the sacred secretion and um, my recent one the cell of life is a breakdown of the christ what the esoteric writers talk about as the christ lunar germ seed which is born in the manger or solar plexus so it goes into a lot more detail about the seed and how that's birthed from the union of the lunar and the solar aspects in the body wow i don't have that one i'm gonna get that one too i'm like (laughs) i'm I'm ready i'm like i'm gonna dive in here on all your materials and check this out so we might have to maybe that could be our topic is your new book with with Leslie or just who knows manifestations or all the things, but yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll definitely get on the phone with her after we, after we finish this and we'll start setting something up right away. Cause I think brilliant. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you. Oh my gosh. You're just, uh, this has been amazing. And I know everybody watching is so excited about um, being introduced to you. Um, When I was looking um, for a headshot, before you sent it to me, I, I saw that you did a show with Truth Seeker, Derek, who's also yeah. a friend of mine. And I was like, oh my gosh, she knows like all the people I know. And I didn't even know <laughs> what a small world it is, but we love Derek. He's he's a regular on the show as well. And I've been on his show a bunch of times, but um, he's anyway, I'm really, really yeah. excited to finally connect with you after all this time. And I wish you so much beauty and love and um, peace and more revelation and understanding as you teach and um, get this information out. I just pray for your success and your abundance. And I just ask everybody who's watching to continue just to send her love and um, to her and her family as she goes out and just radiates for all um, for people to come into this understanding and 
to to really empower people to find their true us, their to expand, to to um, to grow and to evolve. And it's just an, an awesome time and an awesome season in the world right now. If we can grow Amen. in the middle of this, Amen. oh my gosh, um, this is this is the time to really look in and see and find out who you are and find out who your friends are and find out, you know, there's a lot of people are getting, um, getting some resolve and clearing. And, um, I, I had, you had the Play-Doh situation, but last night I was in prayer, meditation, whatever. And I just kept thinking about, um, I think it was Michael Angelo who, who would take just a block of clay um, and just chip away everything until he created whatever he created. And I, I think about that with like how we are born and we incarnate with whatever ancestral stuff that, you know, has come in ourselves just as a DNA package, which projects out into the field. And we could get these weird patterns along the way and not even know because they're so, so deep. Uh, mm -hmm. And they may not are so you know it's not an environmental thing but it could be ancestral and so as we clear you know as we start seeing those patterns that that's so a gift to be able to go okay i don't really like this you know can we like change that up and um you know then we can clear and clear and clear and we just keep cutting away and bringing things out and shaving this off and shaving that off until we're this beautiful creation mm -hmm but it does take um choice and action on our part um there's got to be a willingness the will is really important and um so you know i had a dream one time um in three days in a row and it just kept saying it's time to meet will it's time to meet will it's time to meet will and i knew willpower was such a big thing because it's Dr. Lucky says it's 400,000 times stronger than spirit. You can override anything. You know, God gave us that, but it's still good to be in line with God's will because that's where all the chemicals happen and that's where the manifestation is and that's where that pocket is. And to know that you have more tools to help us really understand or understand more about how the body works, but also about the times. I mean, there's just so much that we can learn from you. So I really do encourage everybody watching connect with her, go find her on social media. Um, it's just been such a blessing and um, I can't I'm wait. so grateful to for you to have had me on as well. It's been absolutely awesome to talk to you as well. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. And for those of you guys watching, um, we're here every Thursday at noon. Um, I hope to have you back. If, you, if you're new, thanks for coming. If you're old, thanks for coming. And we're just so glad to have you and hope to see you around. And you guys have a great week. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.